3: Windfall is intended for a mature audience. This episode includes depictions of torture and physical violence, discussions of mental health and adult language. Listener discretion is advised.
4: You are in the newly constructed South Tower of Windfall City. You have been identified as a talented craftswoman. You'll be very useful to the continuation of our cause. What cause is that? To provide Her Majesty Queen Wanda a holy city worth visiting for all her subjects. To expand her reign outside of the people that rose to meet her, and to show her grace to the communities that aren't within her reach.
5: And you expect me to do that?
4: How? Simple. Simple. We want to show her visitors that others like them have taken a shine to her power and goodness, to demonstrate that they've benefited from it. <laughs>
5: Funny way of showing it.
4: Whatever do you mean, Helena?
5: <laughs> Two weeks ago, I was living peacefully with my family in the village where I grew up. We've heard of your precious queen. Heard all about the years of slavery she's wrought to build this city, but... Never thought it applied to us. We kept to ourselves. Never abandoned our own beliefs to follow her, but we never challenged her rule either.
4: At your point, it is naive to say that your lives didn't improve from her influence. Your lifespan has increased exponentially. The speed of travel around your globe reduced to a fraction of the time it once was. And you can forget and to die.
5: yet... All her subjects... Scream of fantasy from the rooftops. Whole villages were slaughtered for not pledging allegiance to her. I watched my friends, my family, killed in front of me with no clue why I was spared.
4: Oh, Helena. (laughs) I must forgive you for your lack of foresight. I sometimes forget that this is the whole purpose of re-education.
5: And if I refuse... Whatever this is...
4: Helena, by next month... You'll be assigned to one of the most coveted spots in all of Windfall City's bustling bazaar. You'll be provided with the funds and materials to bring your craft to a space that allows you to see the world while you work. You won't refuse.
5: But does that bring my mother back? Does that allow my father to take another breath? A rot in this song, the sanctuary i die i refuse to serve that spoiled monster for a single minute
4: <laughs> you think you have a choice in this of course i do
5: there's always a choice
4: do you have any clue What these fun little toys allow me to do.
5: Nothing worse than what you've already done.
4: Oh dear, you underestimate my talents.
5: Are
4: you ready to speak kindly with me now, child? (laughs)
5: Whoa! <laughs>
1: Going to the bar.
6: Ah! What the hell is wrong with you? It's better that you don't know, I promise. Try me. Let's just say, if I had just done my job and kept my mouth shut, everything would be fine. But no, not me. Not Cass.
2: So you're finally ready to talk to me about the mess you've gotten yourself into? Mess? What
6: mess? You mean the way I've kept this family afloat for the last two years? Excuse me. Look, Gertie, I know you help a lot, and I don't mean to discount that, but you've got this place. It's yours. And Wanda knows you've earned it. But it's just me, Shame, and Argus with Vern. And that man, bless his heart, is an idiot. Pissed away all his good faith he's got left around here, not to mention the money. Oh, oh, Vernon. Yes, Vernon. Things have been okay for the past few months, our family history with Isaac and all, but... But? I did something stupid. Like, I know I've done a lot of stupid shit over the years, but this was the worst thing I could have ever done. Yes, I'm sure it wasn't that serious. (sighs) Kendall joined the wolf pack.
2: I knew that girl was trouble the first time you brought her in here. You didn't get tangled up with the robes, did you?
6: Well, uh, I'm sure you're aware Isaac got taken in. What the fuck did you do? Kendall needed someone big to impress her new boss. Said if I helped her get a face-to-face with Isaac, she'd take care of the rest. And? That if they were able to bring him in, we'd be safe.
2: Except we're not safe, are we?
6: We've never been safe. Less than ever lately since Vern's borrowed so much money without paying anything back. (sighs) I thought that if I helped her, things might just go away. Things don't go away down here. You
2: know that as well as I do.
6: No, they don't. And now Mila's coming to a certain amount of power. She knows everything that went down. And she's out for blood. Preferably mine. Though I'm sure Vern's would do. You wouldn't have to think about any of this if you never took up with that fucking snake in the first place. I'm not disputing that, Gertie, but if I'd never worked for Isaac, Vern would have been dead a long time ago. How much do you need? I've been taking pay cuts for months covering Vern, but at this point, I think it's too late for that. Especially now that Isaac's gone. What'll it take to make this all go away? I think if I could just bring her Vern, the rest of us might be okay for a little while. Uh, you can't be serious. I wish I weren't. Obviously, you can't actually do that. You think I don't know that? But if I don't, I don't know what that means for me. Hey,
2: hey, calm the fuck down. We'll get through this. In the meantime, hang around here. People know this place is sacred.
6: Nothing's sacred now, Gert. And if I don't think of something soon, I'm really afraid of what's gonna happen. Shh, nephew. We'll figure it out.
7: captain. Please, take a seat. May I pour you a glass as
8: well? No, thank you. I'm not much of a drinker. Ah, but you haven't truly lived
7: until you've had a sip of this.
8: Thank you, sir.
7: Well, don't keep me in suspense.
8: Very nice, sir.
7: See, I knew you'd like it.
8: If you don't mind me getting right down to business, your message sounded urgent.
7: Of course, of course. Always a go-getter. That's what I like about you. I called you here to offer my warmest congratulations. This month you have the most callers out of all the new wolves. You continue to impress.
8: Thanks doing my best. (sighs)
7: Nonsense. This sort of performance, especially from a new recruit, is something to celebrate.
8: It means a lot to me to hear you say that.
7: A toast to a wonderful partnership. (coughs) Mm -hmm. Cheers. Now, Do you remember that unfortunate little tiff we'd gotten into about moving you up from the ground level?
8: I'd hardly even call it that, Captain.
7: Either way, now that we have all these positive statistics on your side, the committee has agreed to move you up into an apartment on this very level. It's just opened up. What do you
8: think? (laughs) Well, that would be wonderful.
7: Great. I can send movers to your apartment on the ground level, oh, I don't know, tomorrow. Movers? Yes. Oh, yes. It all has to be very official.
8: I see. Hmm. Hmm.
7: You don't seem as enthused as I thought you'd be, given how passionately you made your case to me only a week or so ago. Is there anything you want to tell me, cadet?
8: No, no. Movers tomorrow, that should be fine. I just may not have a lot of stuff.
7: Are you sure there's nothing important you'd like to tell me? If so, now's your chance. I'm always here for my wolves.
8: Captain, I appreciate that. But what would I have to tell you? Oh...
7: I was truly hoping that it wouldn't come down to this, Kendall. I know about your dalliances with the seamstress Pavlima.
8: We're only friends. She's from my neighborhood and was simply helping another grounder get acquainted with life up here. Surely there's nothing wrong with making new friends.
7: Uh, Are you telling me that we have not done a satisfactory job in acclimating you to your new position?
8: No, not at all. Sorry, you're twisting my words. That's not what I'm saying. It was just nice to have familiar company.
7: Oh, well, from what I'm being told, you two are much more than just friends. It just disappoints me to think that you don't trust me or another one of your superiors even to confide in us. Fraternizing with someone in Pavlima's situation is profoundly unwise, I would have told you that.
8: And how do you know so much about what I'm doing outside of work? Are you having me followed? All I've done is bust my ass for you since the moment I agreed to your proposition, yet I still feel like a grounder criminal. No, like a child that needs supervision.
7: An adult would own up to their mistakes and not try to pass the buck onto someone else. You know that carrying on an affair with someone in the workplace is not only wrong, but against protocol.
8: We never spend time together while I'm on the clock, and clearly she hasn't distracted me from my work.
7: Oh, it's out of my hands, Kendall. It's technically considered a conflict of interest.
8: Conflict of interest? That's a little bit ridiculous, don't you think? I mean, what's she gonna do? Sew more robes for me than anyone else? I don't think who I may or may not be sleeping with is the wolf's business at all.
7: Everything about you is our business now. That's what you signed up for. I'm sorry? We'll go easy on you this time. As you pointed out, you have done a marvelous job since you joined our ranks. You'll be Dr. Week's pay, of course, and you'll have to end this little flirtation with Pavlima tomorrow, (gasps) or she loses her contract. What? (laughs) Listen to me, cadet. You have directly undermined the rules of this organization. The punishment, as I see it, is fitting. Never question me again. Yes, sir. You are dismissed. Owen Kendall? I mean what I said. You will break things off with our dear friend Pavlima tomorrow. Maybe now she'll finish the orders she's been shirking.
2: Hey, Cass. Gert. Hey, Helena. Any news from Marcus?
1: Nah. My contact will let me bring him the food I sent, but won't let me send or receive any messages. Says so she's already risking her job doing what she is.
6: I'm sure the little shit is fine. Idiot got himself into this mess.
1: <laughs> what do you mean by that? He was just bringing me the bag I dropped.
6: <clears throat> I'll see you guys later. What are you going to do? I'm certainly not getting anything done sitting around here and getting drunk.
2: What's up his ass? I don't even want to get into it. How have you been? haven't seen you around here much the last few weeks. You know how busy I get every year this close to the festival. That's never kept you from stopping him
1: before. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're right. So, spit it out. It's nothing, really. Can't you just let me drink in peace?
2: Peace? (laughs) Helena, you've not shut up one time ever since you've been coming in here. From the moment you walk in to the minute you walk out the door. I've been having trouble sleeping. Haven't we all?
1: But this is different. <sighs> Nightmares every single night. Waking up, screaming bloody murder, neighbors slamming on my door, threatening to report me to the wolf pack. Jeez.
2: Wow, that bad? Worse. Of what? If you don't mind me asking.
1: My family back home. The things that happened to them before I came here. The things that I had to do to stay alive once I did.
2: You never told me much about your past. I know you miss your home, and I know not to tell you to go back there.
1: (laughs) There's no home to go back to. That bad, huh? We've been friends for what? Four years now? Something like that. It took me a while to come down to the surface once I got here. Had to learn about the history of the city first. Had to hear a bit more about the people wronged in its rapid ascension over the last 20 years. Mm, The stories I could tell you. (laughs) At this point, I've heard a lot of them. That's why I came down here. I knew that a lot of you hadn't fallen for that
2: goddess-in-the-sky (laughs) mumbo-jumbo. Of course not. My sister-in-law and her husband both died fighting against it. I would have too had I been around when everything happened. I'm so sorry. My parents died
1: completely ignorant of it, but because of it all the same. How? During the uh, rise of the wolf pack, there were scouting missions all over the western and eastern reaches. They wanted to build a city that could stand just below her castle. Hoped to make contact with her to show her that her already large influence had amassed enough power and belief to conquer not just the city, but the continent.
2: And they needed more bodies to build it?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: At first, these were peaceful missions. Disciples who'd already been in touch with her. People who were convinced that the continuation of our species was dependent on her. They tried to convert my parents who had never seen the Castle of the Clouds, who couldn't care less about Windfall City.
2: And when they refused?
1: They used weaponry unlike anything we had ever seen. To destroy anyone they deemed useless in fulfilling their
2: cause. And you?
1: Spared. Because I was young enough to feel no loyalty to the old gods and old enough to have learned about the natural medicine from those that did.
2: Were you at least spared of having to see that kind of violence? Not a minute of it. They didn't bother to bring me here
1: until everything and everyone I had ever loved had been burned to
5: the
2: ground around me. Here, these are on me.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Gert. I've I've never told this to anyone outside of my therapist. You've been through so much yourself. You,
2: <laughs> you shouldn't have to hear about my sob stories too, honey. Talking to people is one of the main reasons I keep this place open. The booze is nice, but the friendships are better. Thanks. I mean that, you know? Anytime.
1: (laughs) The fucked up thing is, my friend Sylvie, the wolf who brings things to Argus for me, she's the one that took
2: me away from my home in the first place. And you say she's your friend? Why?
1: I don't know. I spent so long being so lost, and she was from back there, too. Before I met you, as crazy as it sounds, she was all I had here. Sounds like a piece of work to me. <laughs> yeah. She signed up with the wolves a few years before they attacked our villages. She seems so grateful for her life in Windfall City. Not angry. She missed her family, sure, but if I so much as mentioned them or the lives we left behind, she'd... Shuts me down immediately.
2: Of course she does. They're all so pacified up there and they think you should be too. That it's the best way to live. Shut out all the memories and move on. I can't do that.
1: I keep my head down, I keep my tent open, but every day I do it, I hate myself a little more.
2: Especially this time of year. The festival's rough for us too.
1: I don't see anything to celebrate about the anniversary of the first contact with that
2: spoiled little cloud princess. (laughs) Amen. I'll drink to that. (laughs) I wasn't able to make it back before my nephews, father and mother were executed. I didn't get back till a few months later, around the time of the first festival. Where were you before that? Oh, off to the east doing a little of this, and a little of that. I spent my whole life here. had a husband I loved and a family I cared for. But as soon as the road stopped being an annoying cult and started having real power, I left. I can't say, I blame you. Nobody really did. Except maybe Vernon. He had it the hardest after I left him and his sister got killed to take care of the kids all by himself. But you came back. Not fast enough for him. You can't be hard on yourself for that. I'm sure you got here as fast as you were able. This is going to sound terrible, but part of me wishes that he'd come with me back then. I have no idea what would have happened to the boys, but maybe things between us now wouldn't be so... I think that's enough out of me for one night.
1: Oh, come on. You've got to give me a little bit more than that. You listen to me day in, day out. It is only fair I return the favor.
2: There's a reason I have my job. And you have yours, kid. Okay. But I'm here for you. You know that? I do. And really, I appreciate it.
6: you might have come back.
8: Kaz, were you waiting for me?
6: Yes, we need to talk.
8: Get in here and we'll talk about whatever you want, okay? It just makes me nervous to be outside on the ground for too long.
6: Oh, it makes you nervous, does it?
8: Yes, okay, now get in. Listen, I know why you're here and there's nothing I can do for you. I can't even do anything for myself. I'm a sitting duck down here. Luckily, not a whole lot of people ever knew where I lived to begin with, so that should buy me some
6: time. Time? Before what? You leave me and go to join your wolf pack? At least you have the option to leave the ground, Kendall. I can't go anywhere now. Because of you, I'm as good as dead. Vern's as good as dead. Don't be ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. It's the truth. Mila's taken over for Isaac, and she's out for blood. I can't believe you talked me into being a part of any of this. Argus is in prison now, and I'm on a hit list.
8: Relax, will you? If they want anyone, it's me. Mila knows I'm the one who orchestrated the entire thing. You were just a pawn, and she knows that.
6: Just a pawn? No, You know what I mean. I'm not sure that I do. This whole time, I've been helping you because you're my friend. We're basically family. We've known each other for so long.
8: Family? I'm not a part of your precious family. I'm not that lucky.
6: Wanda, I don't know what the fuck has happened that's made you so bitter, but you're not the Kendall I grew up with. You're this Kendall that moves people around like pieces on a game board. What? The ground is like a ticking time bomb right now. I suggest you get out of here while you still can.
8: Cass, come back.
7: <clears throat> Hello?
4: Root, do you have a report for me?
7: Uh, Of course. There have been 756 callers in the past five weeks. New recruits account for 30% of these callers, and we're bringing them up to you for judgment as quickly as we can manage.
4: Good. To be honest, I didn't believe you had the stones to pull it off.
7: I take offense to that. Where's Wanda? She usually takes these reports herself.
4: Mm, She's off watching old videos of her parents... She gets particularly somber at this time of year.
7: Is it not a time to celebrate? Should she not bask in the growing empire that you and I have built for her?
4: Of course it is, Rude. She's well aware of that. She misses her parents, that's all. Wants to be around people like her.
7: Can't say I've ever heard her mention them.
4: Of course you haven't. Why would she share that kind of information with a lowly officer such as yourself.
7: I like to think that the Queen and I share a special bond, thank you very much.
4: You don't. I wouldn't bring that up with her, if I were you. Pride is unbecoming.
7: Yes, I see. Is there anything else I can do for you?
4: Oh yes, actually there is. Uh, We need you to put a hold on all judgments until after the festival.
7: (laughs) Not to be a nuisance, but that doesn't do either of us any good. Our cells are getting overcrowded as it is.
4: On the contrary, Captain. That does just the good I need it to.
7: Excuse me?
4: You may go about your evening route. We'll connect again next week.
7: Affirmative.
6: Hey fellas, long time no see. Alright,
0: alright, he's having me. Oh, Cass. You always make the wrong decision. You always run when you should stay and stay to fight when you should just quit while you're ahead. Mila. Who else did you think it would be? Given a lot of thought to what exactly I should do about you, or rather, to you. Part of me really empathizes with you. That pretty little bitch really got you into quite some mess. Now you have me to deal with. (laughs) And where exactly is she? Nowhere to be found.
6: If this is your way of trying to find out information on Kendall, you won't get anything out of me.
0: Finding her isn't the part I'm so concerned about. Her time will come. I'm trying to be more intentional about my choices now that I have the opportunity to be in charge. You know, my father was smart, but he was reckless and too reactionary, in my opinion. I strive to be a more thoughtful leader.
6: Oh, fuck. How much more of this am I gonna have to listen to? My
0: father would have killed you here and now. Or maybe inside of Gertie's bar so that there would be people to bear witness to it and spread the word. That's not really my style. Uh, Me? I'm going to let you live. So know that much, Cass. uh, You aren't in any danger from me, I swear. uh, The rest of your family, though. uh, Well, that's a promise that I can't
6: make. No! Kill me! Mila, please, kill me! I'll do anything, just don't hurt my- Gertie
0: and Vern and Shema and Argus, am I forgetting anyone? No! We'll be in touch, Cass. Oh, Mila. Get some sleep. You look terrible.
6: Mila, Please!
3: Windfall is a Rogue Dialogue production. It was written and directed by Bob Raimunda
1: and Christy Donato.
3: Sound design, mix, and score by Adam Raimunda. This episode also featured the song
1: Sleeper by Algebra 2.
3: Here's our cast in order of appearance. Michael Larkin, Tin Man.
8: Emily Battles, Helena.
3: Cornelius Moore, Cass.
8: Cheryl Mordaunt,
3: Gert. Josh Rabino, Root. Mallory Roach,
0: Kendall. Jess Clark. Wanda June. And Vanessa Vache, Mila.
3: Casting direction by
0: Clara Lopez.
3: Produced by Bob Raimunda.
0: Christy Donato.
3: Adam Raimunda. And Michael Paunowski. Our graphic artist is
1: Sam Twardy.
3: Find out more details about the show, characters, and world of Windfall by visiting our website, windfallpodcast.com. You'll also be able to find transcripts for each episode on the day of release. Windfall is supported by our listeners on Patreon. If you would like to help us make the show and get a look at how the show is put together, head over to patreon.com slash rogue If you enjoyed our show, please take a minute to rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Doing this will help bring the show to more listeners. Also, if you have a friend who you think might enjoy the show, please tell them about it. Show them how to subscribe. Follow us at Windfall Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for other updates about the show. And listeners... Don't forget to ask yourselves, what would Wanda do?
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
9: Sign. That's a geometric waveform or arc that rises and falls and a new canadian ttrpg and podcast inspired by that almost soothing mathematical motion let me show you the action begins to rise as powerful strangers in a ruined yet vibrant world band together if you run north they will chase you i suggest you stand behind me
2: partner i'd rather stand beside you if you're willing to help
9: tension continues to mount higher our characters must push themselves beyond their usual limits.
1: As I'm climbing into the into the driver's seat, I'm gonna say to Sarah, Sometimes you gotta make tough decisions.
8: I'm driving now.
9: And it peaks, as a danger and excitement hits the zenith, leading to great failure or success.
8: Fenrir would be just fire at this point. She
9: straight up might die. Like this encounter might murder you. you no
8: know what? You lit me on fire! We're gonna be on fire, baby!
9: And this tension relaxes. A tragedy, but more often humor, that comes with great pals being around a virtual table playing a game. Discover Sine on your favorite podcast player. S-I-N-E. The choices of the characters are theirs to make, but the fate of the world is up to the dice.